0: Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power From Within. I do pray each and every day that this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. So the devil is on the move this morning when I tell you he has been attacking uh, several mornings this week by I'm going live on Facebook and it's like I'm not live. My iPad tells me I am live, but I am not live. So... Uh, I had to start all over. Like I literally did almost an entire podcast already this morning, and nobody was seeing it. So let's try this again, uh, and hopefully uh, we can get it right. Okay, so we rebuke Satan right now in the name of Jesus. Okay, all right. So this morning I was actually, and it's funny because I was talking about, um, I was talking about uh, Jonah. Okay. And how his story relates to us so much in our lives. You know, the book of Jonah is very short. It's four very short chapters. I probably read it this morning in about 10 minutes. Okay. But it's, it's funny because I feel like uh, a lot of times we live like Jonah. And we, we find ourselves in a storm and we're looking for people to blame. You know, why are we in this storm? Why are we going through these things in our lives? And we, we look for people to blame. And then we say, you know, God, that's too hard. I don't want to do that, right? So we, we disregard the calling. We disregard the assignment that God has for us in our lives. So I'm going to go through this. Again, like I said, I've already done like an entire podcast this morning, but we're going to try to shoot for it again, okay? So I guess the second time is going to be a charm today. So um, it's funny because yesterday I posted something on my Facebook page and I say, hey, which of my friends are on Clubhouse, right? And I literally got two responses, okay? Two responses. One from my husband which he's already on there and two from another lady that's like I have no idea what Clubhouse even is right so so it was it was crazy to me because Clubhouse is a big thing right now and I know a lot of people don't know about Clubhouse because you have to be invited to it it's another form of social media but it's where you can you can literally get in rooms with some of the biggest people that do personal development. Grant Cardone is on there. Some of the biggest pastors are on there. Les Brown is on there. These people that you pay thousands of dollars to see, right? You can get in a room with them, right? You can raise your hand. You can ask questions, right? And then you can create relationships in this to where you can collaborate with these people and create rooms, right? So it's funny because I simply posted a simple post, To see who would respond. Who was on Clubhouse. Very simple, right? And I got no responses. But if I would have posted something that was drama. Or if I would have posted something about a negative opinion I have. Or if I would have posted something, um, you know, that was, um, you know, I was giving away $100, right? Whatever it is. I would have had a thousand comments, But sometimes God sends you people, right? Because here's here's what I want to do on Clubhouse. I want to collaborate with some people that have these very compelling stories of overcoming, right? I want to start a room where we can encourage and share stories and and do a purpose-driven coaching room, right? And, you know, I think that you know, sometimes God sends things or, or, um, or sends people, you know, into our lives to help elevate us to another level, but yet we don't respond, right? We don't respond. And I think it has, it relates to, to Jonah so well, because God had given him an assignment, Right? God gave gave him an assignment to go to Nineveh and tell people to stop sinning, right? Stop doing evil things. We're going to put it in today's terms, right? Get out of the street. Stop hustling, right? Get your life together. Um, start the business, right? He he's he's telling he's telling Jonah to go and tell these people to stop doing the things that they're doing, right? So he wants to run from. What God has called him to do, right? He's like, I don't want to do that. That's too hard, right? It's too big of a risk. I don't want to do that. So I'm sorry if y'all hear all this banging around because it's my cat and she's losing her mind this morning. Sorry. So, so Jonah's like, no, 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 I'm going to go on a cruise, right? Like that's what I'm going to do instead of starting my business or instead of paying my bills, I'm going to pay and go on a cruise, right? So he gets his ticket and he gets on the boat and he is decides he's just gonna rest, right? He's gonna sleep, he's gonna hide from God. How often do we do that in our lives? Right? How often does God send us an assignment or does he send us people in our lives to to help elevate us to the next level, right? To help Feed our minds spiritually, you know, uh, you know, uh, personal development, like all of these things, right? How many times does God send these people or send these things? Right. And we decide I'm not going to respond right? I'm not going to respond because it might be uncomfortable. I'm not going to respond because that person, you know, that girl that was an addict and in prison and, you know, now she's trying to do a podcast and talk about God. Like who does she think she is, right? We we don't answer. We don't respond. And it's the same way with our relationship with God, right? He gives us this assignment. And instead of doing the assignment, we want to hide from it. Right. We want to hide from God. But then we see that he's just down there sleeping. Right. He's on his cruise. He's resting up and he's just sleeping. Right. And then all of a sudden, you know, the storm is is they're in a storm. Right? How many times are we in a storm in our life? Right? And and all of a sudden the waves are crashing. Right? We're being hit on our on every side. Right? We feel like, oh my gosh, God, what else? You know? I mean, I can't take another thing. Right? My bank account is negative. My car is going to get repossessed. My business is tanking. Right? I can't forgive this person because they're hurting me too bad. I. How many times? How many times? do we hide from, the vi- or hide from what God is calling us to do or what he's telling us to do, right? And we know what he's telling us to do because we feel it in our gut. We feel it in our heart. It's, it's stuck in our minds, right? Because it's, it's, a, it's a thought that's constantly running through your mind, but yet you're like, no, mm-mm, put that to the back. I don't wanna hear about that. I'm not gonna do that. Mm-mm, that's too hard, too big of a risk. I can't do it, right? And so we, we hide and we don't answer the call. And then everybody around us, right? Because here in in chapter one, verse seven, it says, then the men said to each other, we should throw lots and learn why these troubles are happening to us. So the men threw lots. The lots showed that the trouble happened because of Jonah. And then the men said to Jonah, it is all your fault that the terrible things are happening to us. How many times, how many times in life does God say, do this, do this, do this, and do this? We don't do it, right? So then the storm comes, right? We're not prepared. The storm comes, and then what do we do? We blame everybody else. We look for reasons to blame. We look for excuses of why this is happening to us. You know, God, I prayed to you for a whole week. Why didn't you answer me? Why am I in a storm, right? I read the Bible for for two days this week. Why am I going through this, right? And we look for people to blame. And then, you know, we're, we're, we're praying to God, right? Because we're in the storm, right? This man, this man went to Jonah. and He said, wake up. Why are you sleeping? Pray to your God. Maybe your God will hear you, your prayer and save us. We go to God in the storm, right? And then when we get the blessing or we get what we're asking for, all of that stops. Until the next storm, right? So, so God, so they ended up throwing Jonah overboard, right? But God saved him. Like he always saves us, right? He's always going to save us. So, he, 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 the big well swallowed Jonah up, right? So, here's Jonah. He's in the storm. He's in the, now he's in the belly of the well, right? Because he did not want to do what God was calling him to do. So, he swallowed him up. And then here goes Jonah. He is praying, right? He's praying. I was in bad trouble. I called to the Lord for help and he answered me. I was deep in a grave. I cried to you, Lord, and you heard my voice. You threw me into the sea. Your powerful waves splashed over me. I went down and down into the deep sea. The water was all around me. And then I thought, now I am forced to go where you cannot see me. But I continued looking to your holy temple for help. How many times in life do we feel like we're drowning, right? We're in the belly of the well. We are drowning. We're drowning in debt. We're drowning. You know, we've, we've got a child that's sick. We've lost our jobs. How many times have you felt like you were drowning, but you called out to God and once again, he saved you? Because eventually, even though you were going through the storm, he spit you out on dry land, right? So he, he saved you. But then again, he's saying, just because I saved you does not mean that I still am not calling you to do what I've told you to do, right? So, so then Jonah decides, okay, I'm gonna go to Nineveh. I'm gonna tell these people, okay? I'm gonna tell all of these people that they need to stop doing bad things right? So he, he listens to the call. All right. He listens to the call. He goes, he does what he's supposed to do. And then when everyone begins in, in, in the city begins to say, I'm sorry. And you know, they, they decide that they're going to change their lives and they're going to do what they're supposed to do. And they fasted for a while and all of this stuff, right? So then God says, I'm not going to destroy them. And then guess what Jonah did? He got angry. How many times in our lives do we do something expecting a different outcome? And when we don't get the outcome that we want, we get angry. We don't just get angry at others. We get angry at God. God, I was asking you for this, but yet you did this. Even though he saved you, Even though he sent you on a mission, even though he sent someone to invite you in, you're still angry because the outcome was not what you wanted it to be. Right? So then you go on a whole nother tangent, right? So Jonah, he went out. And, you know, even though God blessed him with a plant, a plant grew, it was hot, and a plant immediately grew for him to cover him, right? To keep him cool, right? So in in, in the midst of the heat, in the midst of the storm, God still provided for him what he needed in that moment, right? He needed a covering, right? He needed a covering, But he was still angry with God because God did not destroy the people, right? He's like, God, why did I go through all of this if you weren't even going to answer the prayer that I asked you for? Right. Why did I go through this storm? Why did I do what you asked me to do? I, I read the word for a week, right? I was faithful. I didn't worry. I relied on you. I, I, you know, I read the Bible with my family. You know, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing everything that you asked me to do for a week or two weeks. Right. Why is it not happening the way I want it to? And God Blesses you in the season, right? For being obedient and for believing and and having faith and all of this. But sometimes God doesn't answer our prayers like we want Him to. But He answers our prayers in a way that we need Him to. There's a difference between a want and a need. And God is is, is an on time God. God is a God that is preparing you for something big, right? But we have to go through these experiences and these growth, these growth seasons. We have to go through this, but we have to be obedient and we have to listen, right? Because, because do you think it's easy for me to get on here every morning? Like my mornings are very busy, Okay, because I I get up at four thirty. I I get destiny on a feed, right? I drink my coffee. I listen to my 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 morning, um, you know, personal development, or I listen to pastors, or I listen to books, or anything like that, right? To feed my mind, and I have and my mind is open and my heart is open, and I'm you know praying to God like, what is it that you're gonna do that you want me to do this morning, right? But then I've got to get myself dressed. Then I've got to come down here and I've got to prepare myself, right? I can't just jump on here. I've got to pray. I've got to read the word. I've got to do all of this because I want to come to you, you know, and, and provide value to you. But by 730, I have to have destiny up, right? I've got, we've got to get her dressed. We've got to get her downstairs because our nurse arrives at 8. So my, my mornings are busy, but I want to add value. I want to do what God is telling me to do right? Even if nobody comes. So, so what I have to do is even though, you know, the same few people come every morning, right? I still have to be obedient to what God is telling me to do. He's preparing me for that clubhouse room. He's preparing me for that purpose-driven coaching. He's preparing me for all of these things. But in this moment, I have to be faithful and obedient to the small thing, right? I have to be obedient even when nobody's seeing me. I have to be obedient even when I'm running behind in the mornings, right? I have to be obedient even when I feel like I am inadequate to do what I am doing right now because that's what God was telling me to do. And so, you know, Jonah, again, right? That the God comes and he has a plant to cover him and keep him sheltered, right? But then there comes a worm, right? How many times do you have a little worm that gets into your life, right? And wreaks havoc, right? So maybe that's a kid that's in trouble, right? Or maybe... Um, you know, you have a sick child, or maybe, you know, they've decreased your hours at work, or maybe your paycheck is not what it needs to be to pay, you know, your bills or whatever. And so you you have a worm, right? Here comes the worm. And the worm eats away at the plant. Right? And here is, is what I find very profound about the story. Okay? Because, you know, God tells us to do something, we can either be obedient and do it, or we can go through the storm and be forced to go through it and be forced to do it, right? Or we can just go into the vision and the calling that God is telling us to do. We can open our minds, open our hearts, right? Listen to what he is saying to us, right? But remember, is angry because God did not kill all of those people, Right? So, Jonah, so God said to Jonah, Do you think it is right for you to be angry just because the plant died? So, whatever that is, it looks like in your life, whatever that plant is, right? Maybe it's your job. You lost your job and now you're having to find another one. Maybe your car got repoed and you're trying to figure out you have to ride the bus, right? Maybe, you know, your, you know, COVID hit and impacted your family. And, you know, now you're having to, you've had to move or whatever, whatever that worm is in your life right now. And I know that you can identify what that worm is, right? So it kills the plant, It kills the blessing that God gave you, right? In that season and in that moment, right? And Jonah answered, yes, it is right for me to be angry. I am angry enough to die. How many times do we live in this angry mentality? And how much longer are you going to live in that mentality? How much longer are you going to be angry at God because he's not answering your prayers right now? He blessed you in the season with the covering that you needed, the plant, right? But he's still calling you to something bigger, right? So here's, here's, where, here's where sometimes I think we get confused, right? So he gives us what we need in that season, Right? But if we sit there for too long, he's going to send the worm, right? Because he's got to send something to make us move because we get comfortable. We get comfortable in that one thing right? And we sit there and we get complacent and we get stagnant and we begin to get disappointed, right? Because we feel like, you know, everybody's passing us by, right? And God is blessing everybody and we're just staying in one place. It's because God didn't mean for you to sit under that plant forever, but because we get, it's so easy to get comfortable in the blessing, we forget about the calling. It's so comfortable to scroll through Facebook and see all the negative stuff and allow that to eat into our brains that it is to say, hey, yes, I want to go on to Clubhouse. Yes, I want to collaborate. Because if anybody would have said, yes, I know about Clubhouse or, oh, I want to know about Clubhouse. How can I get into Clubhouse? Right? But nobody responded except my husband and one other lady that says, I have no idea what that is, right? But nobody's curious, right? That's what I find. Nobody's curious about growth. Nobody's curious about personal development, right? Because everybody is sitting under that plant. They're comfortable, right? They're comfortable. But what happens when God comes or God sends the worm, God sends the worm, eats the plant, and the plant dies. So yet, the covering that was in that season for, for, to protect you is now gone. What do you do? Right? Because then we feel like we're not covered anymore. We feel like God's not answering our prayers anymore, right? And the Lord said, you did nothing for the plant, right? Right? You did not make it grow. It grew up in a night and the next day it died. And now you are sad about that plant. If you can be upset about a plant, then surely I can feel sorry for the city of Nineveh. Here's what I want to tell you today be open to what God is trying to do in your life. Be open. Because a lot of times we sit under that plant and in order for God to make us move, he has to make us uncomfortable. In a season, we've got to have that discomfort, right? And when the plant dies or our covering dies or our job is no longer existent or COVID hits or, excuse me, or COVID hits or our, our house is in foreclosure or we got evicted or whatever it is, right? Right? We feel like that covering is gone. And it's that moment that we begin to pray to God because we don't see anything in here as to when Jonah was in that, under that plant that he was praying to God. He was angry, right? So how many seasons of your life are you angry? But God's still covering you, right? But yet he's still trying to tell you, I want you to do this. I'm calling you to do this. I want you to serve. I want you, I want you to take your mess and turn it into a message, right? I want you to do this or do this. I want you to start the business. I want you to start the ministry. I want you to take care of so-and-so, right? Or I want you to, to donate or feed or do whatever, right? When God is telling you to do something, we don't want to do it most of the time. If it's not driven by self. And what I mean by that is if it's not serving us, we don't want to serve it. And I think that's a powerful thing that we can see in Jonah. He didn't get what he wanted, even though God saved him by, by putting him in the belly of the well. He covered him by the, with the plant, right? But every time Jonah had to be uncomfortable Right, Or every time God was asking him, why are you so angry? Because I'm asking you to do something. Or because I didn't kill those Goliaths for you. right? I'm making you kill the Goliath. I'm making you stand up like David. But yet I'm saving you in the belly of the whale. I'm covering you with the plant. But I can't keep you there forever because you're not going to listen to the call that I have on your life. You're not going to grow. You're not going to learn. You're not going to experience all that I have for you because you want me to keep you covered under a plant. But when I send the worm to kill the plant and you get uncomfortable, you get angry. And I think we live life like that a lot. So today, whatever that gut feeling is, whatever that that heart feeling is, whatever it is that that thought between your ears that continue to go on and on and on. Listen to the call that God has for your life in this season. Because it may change next season. Next season it may be harder. Right? Because he's trying to mold you into all that he has created you to be. But don't be like Jonah. Right? Don't be like Jonah or the men on the boat and blame everybody else for why you are in the situation that you're in. Because even though we may be in a bad situation, it doesn't mean that it's over. It doesn't mean that God can't move in our lives because sometimes. We're asking for a miracle and he's got to put us in a place to where he can work one in our lives. I mean, mine was prison. I was crying out, God, please, please. I am tired of being an addict. I am tired of being in this place. Please, God, save me. And what did he do? He put me in the belly of the well, right? So to speak. He put me in the belly of the well. But then he spit me out on dry land. And now I have to learn to listen to what he's telling me to do. I have to be faithful in this little podcast here, right? I have to continue to look for people to collaborate with for Clubhouse that want to share their story, that want to encourage people, that want to do, you know, who, who is seriously looking for their purpose and their passion in life to be able to serve in a bigger way. So today, I just want to encourage you that even though you feel like you're in the belly of the well or you feel like the worm has come and eaten your plant and it has died, you're covering, right? God is still with you in this moment. But I encourage you to open up your heart and your mind and really begin to listen to what he's telling you to do because he didn't send you here to live in a storm, right? Because what happens when the storm is over? The grass grows greener, the flowers bloom, the trees bloom, you see life everywhere. So if you feel like you're in that storm right now, be obedient, pray, seek God and what he wants you to do in this season. Because once the storm ceases, beauty emerges. But we've got to have an ear to hear and we've got to be willing to take uncomfortable action. So today, I do hope that this touched you in an amazing way. If I added value, please share this on your social media uh, or tag some people in the comments that need to hear this. And again, I hope that you have a truly amazing day and I will definitely see you again really soon. Bye-bye.